don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, True Crimes and Story Times. I'm Michelle, and I'm back. Yes, she is. <laughs> I'm Kirsten. If you don't know, yeah. <laughs> um, she was gone last week. I was technically this is my first episode back. It was terrible. <laughs> um, it was weird. We haven't like sat down and recorded in like a month. Yeah, I don't ever. Holidays and I don't ever want to do that again. I hope you don't have to um maybe we should have pre-recorded episodes in our bank just in case yeah maybe um that's something we need to look into probably but anywho very odd and i never want to do that again <laughs> i was very sick and it i'm like just now getting better like the past couple days mm-hmm. it's been rough mm-hmm. it was rough also she didn't want to get me sick no so. i didn't want to spread it because first logan had it mm-hmm. and he was off from work from like for like two days he got sick on christmas and then um as soon as he got better my son had it and then like three days after he had it not even that long it was like the next day then i started feeling sick and my daughter started feeling sick at the same time and like the day that i got sick logan went back to work yeah so it was like now i'm home with two sick kids and i'm sick and yeah it was rough that sounds rough but we're all better now mm-hmm. i feel better i still kind of sa- i feel like i sound a little nasally a little i don't hear it mucusy. but anywho yeah. back it's good to be back happy to have you back miss you guys um anywho any sorry i was rubbing my eye this week's episode i'm doing a couple let's not meet stories um i tried to find more than two but a lot of people didn't reply so i ask permission to use people's stories because i mean i'm just being respectful um so i only had two replies and that's what i have today but it is like 15 pages long so the story there's two stories but they're decently long so it's not going to be like a super short episode that's fine um, I did want to try to find, like, a couple of short ones, but like I said, nobody had replied yet, so mm-hmm. we'll have to do another episode in the future. Um, I'm not sure what volume this is at this point. It's gotta be, like, four or five. Four or five, something like that. Um, but you guys really enjoyed these episodes the last time I've done them, so I thought we'd do another. Sounds good. Um, next week, I'm gonna do another episode of Short Scary Stories. I like those. Me too. And I think a lot of people liked it. So we're going to do that again. Sounds good. So the first story is I waved back at a man. Now I think he wants to hurt me. Hmm. By, I don't, I'm not really sure how to pronounce this. Koa Dooge 0192. It's K-O-A-U-D-U-J-0192. That's the Reddit user's name. And let's just get into it. Sorry, it's kind of cold in here, so sorry if I'm sniffling. 
And it's very cold in here. It's cold in here. She's got a heated blanket. I got a thick, like, Sherpa. What is it? No, this isn't Sherpa. This is like a, I don't know, fur-lined blanket. It's nice. I want it. It's my favorite yeah, color, too. I got it at Marshall's. It's my favorite color, bro. Yeah, you're not. It matches our wall. It does. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you're not taking it with you. This is my blanket. It's my favorite color. That was actually the blanket I always used before I got this heated blanket. Really? Yeah. That one's just like the yellow one. I I have never seen this blanket before. How long have you had it? I have never seen this. I've had it for like a month before Christmas. Because I definitely would have mentioned seeing this blanket. I've had it since like Thanksgiving, I think. I've never seen this blanket before. I had a yellow one like it, remember? I remember the yellow one. Yeah, and then I got the green one to replace it because I was tired of the yellow one. Anyways, (laughs) talking about my blanket. blanket. Let's just jump into this story. Let's go. Every day I walk home from school with my friend because she lives only a little bit away from me, so our routes line up. At the start of the school year, we noticed there was a man usually looking at us from his window while we walked home from school. Found it a little weird, but ultimately didn't think much of it. A few months ago, after the heat of the summer died down a bit, he started sitting out on his porch when we were walking by. Usually, he would just smile at us. Sometimes I smiled back, but I usually just ignored him. One day, as I was walking by his house, he waved to me from where he was sitting. I stopped and waved back at him and told him to have a nice afternoon as I walked past. It felt a little weird because he didn't reply, but eventually I forgot about the whole thing. Once when my mother was at work and I was alone at her house, I noticed him walking past my house several times through my window. I felt very creeped out and uncomfortable. I considered talking to my parents about it just in case, but I ultimately convinced myself he wasn't doing anything wrong, so it didn't really matter. Yesterday, I walked home from school alone because I stayed behind with some other kids outside the school for a few hours since we had art club that day and I didn't want to walk home just to have to come back fairly soon after. I had just bought myself a nice pair of wired headphones a few weeks with money. I've been saving up for a long time since I don't have a job. I was playing them over one ear as I was walking home. On the way home, there's a public lot with a stable on it that I like to cut through to get into my yard as quick as I can rather than walking around the property. Sometimes people like to hang out hang around it to meet up but there wasn't anyone on it that I could see as I rounded the corner sorry as I rounded a corner on the stables someone grabbed the back of my shirt from the way they were grabbing it I could see part of their hand I jerked forward and they grabbed the top part of my headphones the wire was at the bottom part of my neck and it got stuck for a moment and I remember feeling like if I couldn't get away something very bad was going to happen The wire eventually snapped, and I took off running as fast as I could, screaming. They let go of my shirt, and I hopped the half-length fence to our property, and I ran as fast as I could onto the sidewalk in front of my house, because I was worried that I would take too long on the lock if they were following me. By the time I actually got to the sidewalk, I was crying, and I felt like I was going to collapse because I was so scared. When I looked over my shoulder, I couldn't see anyone. But I kept running until I reached my friend's house in case whoever was there was still around. When I got there, I was in tears, and it took a bit to explain the situation because they couldn't understand me. I tried calling my mother, but she wouldn't pick up the phone. My friend's mom called the police, and they came to check things out. 
There was nobody at the stables, and they told me that it was most likely some kid trying to mess around, but they escorted, escorted me home to where my mother was waiting for me anyways. I didn't tell them about the old man because I was worried they would think I was crazy, considering he hadn't technically done anything, but there's something in my mind that keeps telling me that it was him who grabbed me at the stables. When I was walking home from school today, I brought a screwdriver with me in case I needed to defend myself. I also had my friend with me. My mother offered to pick me up from school, but I was worried that if I had shown how the encounter had affected me, then it would make things worse. I also avoided the stables, and my friend made sure I made it to the door. The guy on his porch wasn't there today, and I'm still not fully, fully sure if it's him or not. I feel terrible that my headphones broke, but I can't help but wonder what would have happened if they didn't. I will update if anything else happens. I am using a spare account in case any personal details not in this post can be found on my main account. And they didn't give an update at all. That's crazy. Yeah. I, this is why I don't, like, go out of my way to, like, talk to random people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't oh, know. No, I give the death stare most I of the time. I am just, like, not friendly. Especially, um, like, out in public. Mm-hmm. I do not like strangers. Mm-hmm. I immediately think everybody is out to get me. A hundred percent. I think especially, like, I live in a pretty safe, like, part of town. Like, we don't ever have to worry about anything. We could sleep with our door unlocked and open and it would be fine. But, like... That's what they always say. Yeah, I know. Um, but, like, if I'm walking outside and I see somebody walking that I, like, don't recognize, I'm immediately, like, freaked out. I remember one specific time. I was walking around the corner and um i wasn't going very far mm-hmm. and it was like the middle of the day i think i had jeffrey with me but we were walking and there was like some guy that i didn't recognize walking and he had like no shoes on and he was holding like a can of some kind of beer or something like i could tell it was a beer can yeah and it immediately like red flags i was freaked out i was like yep time to go home and <laughs> i turned around and he was like walking in the direction that i was walking so he was kind of like following me so I got immediately freaked out, and I called Logan, and I was, he was like, what? I don't know where he was at. He was like, what's going on? And I was like, I'm just walking, and this guy's being weird, so I'm just going to call you just in case um, something happens. I'm on the phone with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you're being paranoid. I'm like, I know. But, like, I'm still going to talk on the phone with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just, like, a, a paranoia thing, but, like, Rather be I safe just would than not sorry. have waved to this guy. I, w- I would not have been, like, walking home from school and, like, waved at him. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Especially but when around. you're young and you're just like, oh, yeah. it's just it's just a harmless old man. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I have some pretty strong intuition. I'm like, don't fuck with me. Me too, I feel like. So this story is pretty long. Okay. But I thought it was fucking nuts. Okay. So we're going to read it. As I adjust my glasses. Also, I've developed a pretty strong lisp since I've gotten my braces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate it. So, sorry guys if you don't like people that read it's that have not, lisp. It's not that bad. Like. I feel like it's it's a little bit better since I got the turbos off the back of my front teeth. Yeah. But my teeth still need to be pulled back. I still have quite a bit of an overbite, so mm-hmm. that's another reason why I still have a lisp. Yeah. 
Anywho. Sometimes I have ellipse too, and I, I try to No, correct. you don't. Yes, sometimes I do. You Not really. You have told me that. I, I haven't heard it this whole time. Not, I'm not talking about today, but sometimes in some of the episodes. I'll I, hear it occasionally. I'll but catch like, myself. It's like every time I say an S, I have a lisp. Yeah. S, S, S. S Look S, at S. me. I'm saying it pretty good. Good job. No, it's fine. You don't have to lie to me. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know how many times he entered my apartment. And this is by Tea Time at 3. Okay. We missed Tea Time, Kirsten. Damn it. Tea time, it's way past three. <laughs> it is. It or is, like is it 3 a.m.? That's true. It's three o'clock somewhere. Let us know. Anyways, <laughs> let's just jump in. Yeah. I've hesitated to share this story for a long time because I know how important the mutual trust between a resident and their landlord slash maintenance staff is, and I don't want to instill any unnecessary distrust in anyone's landlord. I've shared stories before about dangerous and scary residents I encountered while working in apartment complexes, but this story about my time on the other side of things as a renter. Pause. Hmm. I have seen way too many fucked up stories about landlords slash maintenance people, like, breaking into their tenants, like, houses and stuff. I have zero trust for any kind of those people. Yeah, same. When I was living in an apartment complex... Mm Mm-hmm. My number one fear was being home alone and, like, the maintenance people just coming in my apartment. Which actually happened one time. I what? knew they were coming. Mm-hmm. But they just came in. They didn't knock? No. They, like, were coming to change the blinds or something. Mm. And, like, I knew they were coming. So, like, obviously I was stressed and stuff. But, like, what if I forgot and I was, like, naked in my apartment yeah. and they just, like, came in? I Interesting. would lose my shit. Have you seen those locks on TikTok? The little things you can put. Like, you shut the door. It goes in between oh, the door yeah. and the thing. Mm-hmm. Get you one of them, people. Yeah. Anyway, I just before, had to say that. <laughs> before I had even graduated from high school, I knew I wanted to live at, quote, Paradise Apartments. That's what they're calling it. I was a bit naive at the time, drawn in by the many amen- oh, God, here we go. amenities. There you go. I would never use, but I primarily wanted to live there because the complex was pet-friendly and within my small budget. When the time eventually came for me to get my own place, I sublet the only apartment they had available and moved in. Unfortunately, I came to realize the apartment wasn't as nice as I'd originally thought. The building was old but remodeled, so it had all the typical plumbing issues and thin walls. I also learned it was not the safest part of town. I was primarily an online student, but I had one class that met in person twice a week around 8 a.m. I'm a bit of a homebody, so I rarely left during the day, except for that class. The occasional shopping excursion to buy books, like us. (laughs) (laughs) I put that in there, sorry, not them. Or to spend time with my boyfriend in the evening after he got off work. My apartment was a bit of a Bermuda Triangle. Sorry, I had to burp. Um, <laughs> weird correlation there. Oh, uh, yeah. Even though it was only 600 square feet and I lived alone, things had a way of growing legs and walking away. The listeners have no idea what you're talking about. Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. It's it's just a synchronicity with us. It's yeah. coming. <laughs> I had two kittens at the time and blamed them regularly for things disappearing. Something odd that kept reoccurring, however, was that I'd find my underwear box out and sitting in the center of my bedroom floor on days when I had class. That's weird. I didn't have a proper dresser. Instead, using a Ikea shelf, 
oh, an Ikea shelf with some Ikea boxes for designated clothes. Socks, underwear, pants, pajamas. I always could have sworn I'd put the underwear box away after getting ready for class, but I chalked it up to me forgetting as a result of having to get up early and being focused on getting cla to class on time. Arguably paranoid, I started to think that some of my laundry was disappearing as well, as favorite articles of clothing would go into the laundry hamper and seemingly never come back with the cleaned clothes. Towards the end of the semester, I was working one evening on a homework assignment when my boyfriend called to let me know his roommate had accidentally locked him out of their apartment. I had a key to their place, so he asked if I could run over real quick to let him in. Before I left, I made a mental note that I had left literally every light in my apartment on. Because I was living on a pretty tight budget, I normally made a point of turning off all the lights when I left, but my boyfriend only lived about five minutes away, so I knew I'd be there and back very quickly. Sure enough, I got back less than 15 minutes later. I immediately sensed something was off as I could see the lights were off through the blinds. Mm -mm. I called my boyfriend and he drove over to meet me. We unlocked the door and went in. All the lights were off in my apartment. Mm -mm. Thinking maybe I'd had a power outage, I flipped on the main light and it came on. My boyfriend checked the entire apartment. No one was inside, but someone had gone through and systematically turned off every light at their switch, including my lizard's basking light. The only light I always left on because it was on a timer. And my laptop, which I'd left open on my assignment, but now the computer had been powered down and closed. Absolutely not. We called the emergency maintenance number and I explained that someone had been inside my apartment and that they had to have used a key because there was no sign of forced entry. The manager called me back and told me I had to be imagining things. Maybe I had forgotten that I had turned off the lights before I left. I assured him that I wouldn't have turned off the computer or the lizard light. Someone had been in my apartment. It was him. I told him I was extremely worried because obviously this person had a key to get in. Either they worked for the complex or maybe it was a previous tenant or guest. I asked if they changed the locks after the previous tenant moved out and they assured me they changed the locks after every move out. The manager suggested maybe it was a friend pranking me, someone else I had given a key. The only other people I had given keys were my boyfriend. His key to my apartment had been locked inside his apartment on the same key ring on his own apartment key and my mom. She lived three hours away. In any case, neither of them would have pranked me in this way. The manager finally agreed to send someone out immediately to change the lock for my peace of mind. I brought up my concern that it was someone on the staff since they would be the only other people with keys. The manager claimed the keys were locked in a special safe that required a personalized code to track who took what keys and when in an office with a security camera. They changed my locks, but I had doubts that it would do it would do much good. As far as I was aware, there were only two maintenance men that worked at the complex. One nice, older man that didn't, didn't seem all that skilled, and a younger guy with a scruffy beard that gave me a bad feeling. I suspected he had been the one that had come in. When I had first moved in, the manager told me I would be getting a new kitchen counter within the first three days. I waited to move in my kitchen stuff, but after a week they hadn't come, 
and then after a few months, I had completely forgotten about it. One day, I was sitting in my living room, and this scruffy maintenance guy walked in without knocking or announcing himself, and I hadn't received a notice to expect him. He said he was there to replace my countertop. It took him two days to install one small piece of counter. A few weeks later, I was getting out of the shower and heard a single knock at the door. I called out, just one minute, and hurried to get some clothes. Not two seconds later, the door started to open and I had to slam it shut, still wrapped in a towel, to stop him from coming in. Absolutely not. He claimed he hadn't heard me call out, but I had my doubts. I don't remember what made-up excuse he had for coming in. Another time, I found a note from him that he had come in. Again, it didn't give a reason as to why, but that he'd made sure not to let my cats out. He also made a note about my third cat being cute, except I didn't have a third cat. I did, however, have a picture of my childhood cat in my bedroom on the Ikea shelf where I kept my clothes. Absolutely the fuck not. I'd be throwing hands. At that point, I went to the office to ask them to make a note in my file that I, A, wanted at least 24 hours notice before entry going forward, and B, always wanted to be present for future entry. Now that I knew without a shadow of doubt that someone was coming in secretly, it all made sense. It hadn't been long after the surprise maintenance visit stopped that things had started moving around in my apartment. He was also on site all the time. Everyone on staff also lived at Paradise, so he would know when I came and went. Who knew how many times he had snuck in, how many small souvenirs he had stolen. He could have been coming in while I was asleep. After the night with the lights, I put my own lock on the door, but still didn't totally trust the apartment. I ended up buying a condo shortly after, with the help from my parents, subleased the apartment, and moved. Right around that time, I also got my first job working in a different apartment complex. In the final days before I left, my mom came into town to help me move my stuff. While she was home alone, I was at class. She caught the scruffy maintenance man trying to get his key to work in my lock. She demanded to know what he was doing, and he said he was there to paint the front door. I hadn't received a notice, and he didn't have any paint or supplies. She told him he could wait until after I had moved out. A few years later, I was shopped by the owner of Paradise Apartments while working in another complex in town. Okay, apartments. Shopping is when an employee from one apartment complex takes a tour at another apartment complex under the guise of wanting an apartment for the purpose of gaining information they may not otherwise easily give up. It can also be performed by your own management company to make sure you're doing a good job. I'm glad they put that meaning in there. I was like, what? Yeah, I kind of I kind of knew. There were certain tells a shopper always gave, like asking specifically worded questions. Is it safe here? I'm a felon. Can I live here? Etc. They required specifically worded answers and were easy to trip up on. Being too wealthy for the complex, Rolex watch, sports car, sports car nice suit, etc., and being too flexible in what they were interested in, i.e. they were interested in all the layouts and were open to move in whenever, this guy seemed too old and too well off to be randomly considering an apartment at OK. We were geared towards lower income folks. While I was giving the tour, he asked if I had any opinions on other apartment complexes in town 
and mention Paradise specifically. Normally, I wouldn't badmouth any other complexes. I preferred to win them over by showing them the positives of our community. But I told him that I probably wasn't the best person to answer that question because I was probably the only person to give Paradise a bad review in the last five years. He asked me to elaborate, and I told him my apartment had been broken into, and I suspected it was someone on their maintenance staff. At that point, he revealed that he was the owner of Paradise, and that he was very disturbed to hear I had this experience. He asked me to describe the maintenance man in detail. I assured him it was in the past and I was over it, but he insisted on calling the manager over at Paradise, which was still the same guy, to ask him over speakerphone if they had had any issues with the maintenance staff back in the year I had lived there. He answered yes. There had been a scruffy, young maintenance man he'd had to fire because he'd been caught multiple times breaking into the apartments of single women. Satisfied, the owner proudly told me the issue had been resolved and asked if I would be willing to change my review. I told him no. None of this had changed the fact that I'd experienced this and actually validated what I had suspected. In the years I worked as a leasing agent, I learned a lot about where complexes will cut corners to save time and money. From my experience, a lot of complexes did not switch out the locks if the tenant was good, and a lot did not require background checks for employees even though they did require them for tenants. Keys also got passed out willy-nilly to vendors and maintenance during turns, and employees frequently got master keys that would open all doors. I won't go as far to say every complex operates this way, but every complex I worked at was doing this when I started there. Because of my own experiences, once I began managing a complex, I enforced strict rules about changing locks, tracking keys, posting proper notices, and requiring background checks for all employees and tenants. At least here in Florida, with Maya's law going into effect this year, background checks for employees and security measures for keys are required for all complexes. Even still, if you're renting an apartment, stay diligent. If you have reason to believe someone is coming into your home, document it and let the staff, police, family, friends know. You never know who might have a key to your apartment. That is fucking fucked. 100%. That yeah. is fucked. They, like, gaslighted her into believing that nothing was going on. Yeah. Literally. And then she was right the whole time. Yep. You're imagining it. Maybe you probably just turned off all your lights including the lizard's light and your laptop right when i specifically left my laptop open because i knew i wouldn't be gone very long and you never turn off the lizard light literally because it's on a timer turned every single light off before you left mm-hmm. all right on before you left yeah but i'm just imagining it right right fucking gaslight at its finest dude that's crazy. I thought yeah. that story was nuts. Listen, apartment complexes are fucking weird. Stay diligent. Just literally. Literally. Get one of those locks for your apartment mm-hmm. that you can put in the door. Mm-hmm. I think ours, um, the apartments that we lived in had a deadbolt, but, like, there's still keys to deadbolt. Yeah, uh, the lock thing that I was talking about it's renter friendly because you don't have to screw it into the door or anything. You just like put it in between the door and the frame, like when you yep. close the door. And, and then, then you slide like the little thing on it. Yeah, and then they can't open it. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes or Kirsten yeah. will. Yeah. She's the one editing and posting our episodes. Yep. 
our behind the scenes gal mm-hmm. while I'm busy. So if you guys um subscribe to the Patreon, they'll be up on Sundays. Yep. Both episodes available on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Not at a specific time, just on Sunday in general. Yep. Um and you'll get those early. If if not, you'll get your um story times on Wednesday like usual and true crimes on Friday. Yep. So social media also will be in the show notes. Mhm. And I really don't have much else to say, but that's fucked up. Yeah, that was fucked up. That was crazy. Mhm. When you said um that the guy just um came in to do the counter i was like that's literally like what happened to me you guys <laughs> came in and changed my blinds and i knew they were coming yeah but she didn't know they were coming right i knew they were coming they just didn't knock on my door they were just like we're here <laughs> that was crazy that's disrespectful <laughs> so weird i think i was pregnant at the time that's crazy yeah i remember one time we were moving into the apartment and we had um, these people moving in um, our washer and dryer mm-hmm. from the company we got it from. And they were down in the parking lot of the apartment complex talking about me and how I looked good. I don't know exactly what they said, but Logan overheard them. And then <laughs> they didn't Uh-oh. know that Logan and me were like together moving into that apartment. They thought I was, like, from some other apartment, and then we both walked in, and the guy was like, fuck. <laughs> like, awkward. That's funny as fuck. Logan didn't say anything to him, but, like, the guy knew. He fucked up. It was so funny. Logan, I, funny. I don't know if he remembers that, but the guy was, like, literally talking about how he was checking me out, and then, like, moving in my shit to my apartment while my husband's right there. It was funny. That is funny as fuck. Yeah. And then he saw you guys and was like, oh. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. Yep, hope you guys liked it. See you in the next one. Bye.